Hello, everyone. Thanks for coming back to Road to Wealth Podcast. This is Justin here. I do want to make a note that at around the one-minute mark, there is a little flub that I had with the audio, and what I'm referencing there is a note about the 10% Happiness Podcast where this topic of emotional intelligence came up. So uh, please ignore the chopped-up audio, and until then, I really appreciate you coming back and listening to this episode. And we're off. Road to Wealth podcast. This is Justin recording this on Sunday, January 31st, and it's been a wild week here in the financial markets, uh, but wanted to talk through a different topic today um, around emotional intelligence and how the concept of that book written by Daniel Coleman uh, really impacted me and you know the whole concept of you know personal finance, which was very renowned this week. And I hope everyone would enjoy this concept um, and find some relevance to it as well. So to define emotional intelligence uh, from the book, the definition is a measure of a person's ability to recognize, assess, control, and even manipulate emotions within themselves and others. And at Dan Harris from the 10% Happier podcast, as well as uh, the famous meditation app that I personally use, uh, interviewed Dan, Dan Coleman, and they talked a lot about you know the forebears of emotional intelligence. Uh, the first, uh, which is self-awareness. The second is what I'm feeling and how to manage, really the self-management of those emotions. The third is empathy and emotional empathy. And the fourth pillar is putting all three practices together. And where I want to talk through is what I'm feeling and how to manage. And even more so, it's more relevant with what happened this week. Um, and for those that don't know, um, during the week of really the last week of January of 2021, there has been a surge in the stock of GameStop, which I'm sure if anyone was dialed into the financial markets, there was this narrative of the a squeeze and you know people on Wall Street bets essentially driving the stock up while many sellers on the institutional side were trying to short the stock. And I'm not going to get into, you know, the ethics as well as um, anything related to that. Um, I did not participate or buy within that, but it was definitely fun and exciting to watch and seeing the aftermath of it. But what it did show was just how many retail investors came out. I mean, hundreds of millions of retail investors would download things such as Robinhood or any other trading platform to get in on the stock. And that's not a part of my investment philosophy. A lot of it is based upon buying and hold. Um, it's also based on things such as index funds, as well as, um, you know, companies that I love, um, you know, if I, if I decide to make that type of bet. But the majority of my holdings are within any form of index fund or dividend yielding fund. So how does this all tie back to emotional intelligence? You know, the aspect uh, that we talked about was on number two, uh, what I'm feeling and how to manage. Um, and I'm actually going to quote uh, uh, one of the quotes I found regarding someone talking through emotional intelligence. And the quote goes like this. People with well-developed emotional skills are also more likely to be content and effective in their lives. 
mastering the habits of mind that foster their own productivity. People who cannot marshal some control over their emotional life fight inner battles that sabotage their ability for focused work and clear thought. Uh, this was a medium post by Thomas Hoping that really resonated with me because as many people, you know, drove with the rest of the herd to buy GameStop, I stuck and continued on with my investment portfolio of investing in index funds. And it really showed, you know, my not only emotional intelligence, but just more so the restraint that I had for not just diving into the hot stock. And I feel like there's a lot of relation to people's personal finance as well as their emotional intelligence. And do you, as an investor, if you're dialing into this podcast, have that same type of restraint and, and consistency? Uh, you know, what we tend to find are those that, that do have low emotional intelligence will allow their emotions to take hold and maybe follow impulse or, you know, not commit to the discipline and commitment that they immediately offset. Um, I think there's definitely, you know, an aspect here that you can, you know, bring on for yourself, especially if you are, you know, investing for the first time or trying to figure out your own investment philosophy. Um, you know, I think the, the good thing from this is that you're going to have investors that may see this as an opportunity. And if they gained a lot of profit out of this trade from AMC or GameStop, you know, good for you. It's definitely a great lesson. But that's not how the markets are always going to work. Those type of investment philosophies to either day trade or pick a stock and just go all in, you know, within a short term, that's not intended for, you know, long-term gain. And, you know, the, the reason I put this podcast together was to talk through the long-term and just Im- implementing our investment philosophy month in, year and, and year in, year out. You know, Warren Buffett, who is obviously the, you know, the relic of long-term investing, you know, he's obviously also advocated for, you know, just a regular retail investor to go into index funds. But, you know, he bought his first stock at the age of 11 years old, which is unbelievable. And he's almost 90 now. And people, you know, obviously give him the accolades, which he does, you know, deserve. But if you think about it, he's had, you know, well over 79 years in the stock market. So I do want to leave the lesson of it's not timing in the market, but it's time in the market. And that's something that we all should, if there's any advice that we would get from Warren Buffett, it's that. It's being able to sustain the ups and downs, the highs and lows of the stock market, and just hold. Look at March of last year when many people potentially have sold at the lowest, and we're now well above you know market levels for both the Dow, the NASDAQ, and the S&P. As we sit here, January of 2021, it's unreal. And we have stories of investors that panicked and sold all their shares or, you know, got out of the market and trying to get back in. And now they're at the high. So certainly don't use examples like March of last year or, you know, this whole GameStop scenario to, you know, derail your investment philosophy. And again, to echo Warren Buffett, it's not timing in the market. It's time in the market. So can you sustain the same investment philosophy and consistency and raise your emotional intelligence? Those are the two key factors that I wanted to leave with you guys today. Um, Check in next week as we go through another episode. I really appreciate everyone joining in and signing off. This is Justin with Road to Wealth.